the fastest two minutes in politics brought to you by Samoda Imports. We start on the West Coast, where Hurricane Hillary has made landfall in California, destroying countless emails along with their servers. No update on the death toll, but we're sure all will be classified as suicides. Next, we move to the islands of Kauai, where it's Joe versus the volcano. That's right, the commanders in chiefs, aka Joe Biden, has touched down in Maui to help save the natives there from climate change. He's fumbling, he's stumbling, and he's mumbling his words because this guy is clearly suffering from brain clouds. And finally, it looks like COVID restrictions are coming back, 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 back. Ladies and gentlemen, dust off your vax cards and get ready to be penalized for not grabbing your face masks. According to sources, a TSA whistleblower claims that the Biden administration plans to bring COVID lockdowns back this fall. And the mainstream media will somehow get the sheep of people to go along with it because remember, nobody, and I mean nobody, circles the wagons like the loony left. Joe and Mark, we send it back to you. What's up? What's happening, everybody? Welcome to episode number 70 of Thinking Logically. And you just heard an incredible, fastest two minutes in politics brought to you by our good friends over at Somona Imports. Joe, what's going on over there? Nothing much going on over here. Just uh, still, still picking my jaw up off the floor after what I saw and heard our wonderful dear leader say while he was in Maui yesterday, which we'll get to, we'll get to later. Yeah, sure. we're going to, we're going to touch upon that. So, uh, football's back. Uh, we are uh, getting closer to the regular season, Joe. So that's, that's good. We got uh end of summer's kind of winding down another, another month or so and fall will be here. Crazy. Um, everything good with the Kona ice truck. You said they've reached working, out to you to uh, to apologize. We're working on it. They're still we're, we're still hashing out some deals. The art of the deal is going on right now. Who's closer to a peace agreement? You and Kona Ice or Ukraine and Russia? I'm I'm gonna say I I, I would rather be Russia and Ukraine, but I think it's me and Kona Ice, which is kind of unbelievable. <laughs> at least at least ours is like a cold, uh, more of a meme war as opposed to a hot war. So. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get into it. Uh, we saw our dear leader, as you called him, President Joe Biden, uh, head over to uh, actually interrupt his vacation, his second vacation. Um, he was on vacation, I think, two weeks ago in Rehoboth. By the way, uh, I think I sent you that. Did you see that plane flying over Rehoboth Beach with the banner, Prosecute Hunter Biden? Yes. So great. Yeah. That's so Gen- great. Genius move. He should, get, he should get a tax right off for that one. Yeah, amazing. And... So he goes on his second vacation to Lake Tahoe, and apparently in the middle of that vacation, he interrupted that vacation to go to Maui to uh, visit um, the the devastation uh, that we saw on in the town of Lahaina. 
uh, on the island of Maui. So, um, Joe, this is, first of all, let's talk about the death toll, okay? They've only announced officially 115 deaths in this fire, but they said up to 850 are missing. So, as Dan Bongino said in his podcast yesterday, as you know, I listened to it, and I'm sure you did too, why not just come out and say that you have close to 1,000 people dead? Joe, this is the largest man uh, – how do I want to say this? The largest um, death toll. <laughs> you you might have had it right that man-made. I thought you were I don't want to say man-made. man-made. I don't want to say man-made because you might Katrina, be right, though. But go ahead. Yeah, because Katrina really wasn't man-made. Although, if you if you talk to someone in the in the loony left, maybe they said climate change was the reason behind Katrina. But uh, the largest death toll that we've seen in the United States um, since Katrina, Hurricane Katrina, which was when Joe two thousand and five, five I think four or five yeah. something like that. Yeah, and nine eleven. The year Reggie Bush got drafted. That's all I know. Yeah. So, Joe, why not just come out and say, I mean, they're not, if they're missing, then they're not coming back. Where do you think they're at? I mean, just come out and say, we have close to a thousand people dead. We saw uh, a, a member of the media question the mayor of Maui. I guess in Hawaii, the mayor's, there's a mayor for each island, and uh, the mayor of Maui was kind of uh, perturbed, you, know, you could say, by this line of questioning from this reporter. Um, asking how many people are actually dead and the mayor of Maui refused to answer the question. And it's just, this just seems like a catastrophic failure on many levels. I saw uh, an, another video, a couple of videos um, from actually uh, my wife sent me something on Instagram last night of a, of a, uh, a video that was on uh, from someone that was staying in the hotel we were supposed to stay in, in Maui in January. And you could see Lahaina in the distance burning. And the winds were just whipping, whipping from the, the, the hurricane that was off the coast of Hawaii. So, you know, we think that we have it narrowed down. Either this fire was started by either a power line down from the high winds or they said maybe even possibly a transformer blowing. Um, so, Joe, let's talk about President Biden. Saw him hit the island and... You called this, by the way. You said this was going to happen. You're like, I can't wait to see. He talks about his dead son and dead wife and dead daughter uh, as he relates to this. Joe, how did you know this was going to happen? Look, folks, I know what you're going through. My oldest son, Bo, was incinerated in this Humvee by an IED while fighting in Iraq. Like, I I, I tweeted that out. I tweeted that out on, I I guess it's called X now, literally as as a joke. And lo and behold, that's kind of not kind of that's exactly what he said. Let's just play that audio right now. Let me see if this is the correct one or not. This is not the correct audio. Hold on. We're trying, trying to find the correct audio. Um, Mark from the sound department, if you're out there for the love of God. Okay, we don't have that audio. Let's just go through the whole shebang first then. So uh, you mentioned about where are these missing people? Do, do they think that like they saw another island or something and they're going to show up there? Uh, I, I don't understand. We're, we're not seeing any, anything at all as far as, as the death toll. Um, I want to make it clear. You, you brought about his vacationing. 
he was literally at Lake Tahoe, California, in which is in Northern California, mind you, not where Hurricane Hillary was hitting, and at the home of Tom Steyer, the billionaire liberal activist who ran against in 2020. And yeah. The, the president uh, is renting the home at fair market value. This is according to Peter Baker on X. And he was joined by several family members, including guess who? Hunter. Um, we've talked about this in private numerous times. And I, I've told, I, we said this in the podcast, Joe Biden is not going to be the nominee in 2024. And after listening to this episode, you're going to see why. We said this months ago, um, but after this week and after yesterday, it should be painfully obvious. If it's not, then you just haven't been paying attention close enough, or probably at all, for that matter. So, he lands in Maui, and let's, let's check out the scene. Um, he lands in Maui. And where is this? This is from Colin, this is from Colin Rugg on X. Maui res- residents display a Trader Joe Musco sign in their lawn as Biden takes a break from his month of vacations to visit the Hawaiian Islands. Plus billion to Ukraine, Biden is giving only $700 a household to Maui residents impacted by the fires. No wonder that. And we're going to just burn through these things on X because it is it is actually unbelievable. Keep in mind, this is a state that went two to one for Joe Biden in the 2020 election. And I believe it's going to flip the other way and it's not going to be pretty. Here is a resident there talking about the situation in Ukraine. Why aren't you taking care of what you claim to be in charge of rather than sending out all these funds and whatever else you guys are sending to Ukraine or anywhere? Take care of here first. You know, this, I don't see why any president wouldn't step up and take care of what's part of their, you know, territory. I think it's a stupid move on his part. You know, I, Biden, yeah, he's an idiot. Sorry. This is just... This is just the beginning, and when I say this is just the beginning, I mean it hasn't even started yet. Um, this is from Nick Sorter on X. Joe Biden. Wait, is no, on I just, Maui. Got, oh, go ahead. Got. I, I was going to say I just want to interrupt you there. You said this Hawaii went for Biden two to one in the election. I just want our listeners to know. By the way, speaking of listeners, we welcome our new listener from South Africa. So thank you for listening. Uh, I want our listeners to know how heavily democratic Hawaii is. It's as blue as you could get, right? And I don't know if this would even be enough to turn Hawaii red. If this isn't, then nothing will. And But you're seeing, at least on social media, some things that are like you said here, uh, like you just played that clip, that audio clip from that woman. We saw... President Biden's motorcade roll through near Lahaina on Maui, and people were just giving him the middle finger. And then there was another sign <laughs> as he as he Benny Johnson posted that on his uh, Instagram and, and uh, account. Something was a I forget what the sign said as he Biden pulled up. So you know, maybe the tide shifting in Hawaii. Maybe you know uh, maybe it it, it 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 tightens up a little bit there. We'll see. Well, only time will tell. Um... But uh, sorter on X, while Biden flies around in circles above Maui, which, which, which he did, um, residents are trapped on closed roads for the next several hours. 
Biden will then be meeting with pre-selected, quote, residents and will not be taking media questions. Go figure. Police are telling me that residents are super frustrated and many are missing work because of the road closures. And there's a picture here of just the longest traffic jam ever. Um, the people of Hawaii want answers. Why won't Biden or the government answer them? And we're not even getting we're not even getting started yet. Let's get the actual conversations. Actually, let's get to some Joe Biden audio. This is literally, I think, minutes after he landed, talking about the ground. Basically saying the ground's hard. Well, no shit, Joe. I don't know if you can hear him saying it. That's some hot ground, man. I mean, wow. Oh, it gets it gets better. I think this is the clip we were trying. This still isn't the clip. This is the minute and forty-five version of. Honestly, <laughs> listeners, you just have to hear it from yourself. It's Biden. Comparing difficulties with the Maui residents. I don't want to compare difficulties, but we have a little sense to it's like to lose a home. No, you don't. Oh, now 15 years ago, I was in Washington doing Meet the Press. It was a sunny Sunday. Lightning struck at home on a little lake that's outside of our home, not a lake, a big pond. And hit a wire and came up underneath our home into the heating ducts, air conditioning ducts. Make a long story, almost lost my wife, my 67 Corvette, <laughs> and my cat. But all kidding aside, I watched the firefighters, the way they responded. You know, there's an old expression. I grew up right across from a fire hall in Claymont, Delaware. And the expression is, God made man, then he made a few firefighters. You're all crazy, thank God. The only people who run into flames help other people. And they ran into flames and saved my wife and saved my family. Not a joke. The smoke and the firefighters here can tell you sometimes Smoke is so thick from the wind. It was that thick inside the home. We were, we were insured, not have any problem, but being out of our home for a better part of a year is difficult. I can only imagine what it's like to lose your home. Okay, so I dug into this and I said, wait a minute, did that really happen? It turns out. No, it didn't. And in fact, there was a fact check about this from, of all people, Glenn Kessler of the Washington Post, remember, democracy dies in darkness, from 2021. Biden, today, we had our house burned down with my wife in it. She got out safely. Keep in mind, this, this, this tweet, this X is from 2021. 2004 AP report, a small fire that was contained to the kitchen. Jill reported the fire, and the fire was under control in less than 20 minutes. You can't, you can't make this up. You said it last night. You go, is he going off script? I said, you already know the answer. You said they've, they've been prepping him for, for over a week on this. They wouldn't have put this in, in, the, in the speech, right? 
crazy. He is uh, a pathological liar. You know what? I go between, is he a pathological liar or does he literally have dementia? I mean, people say Trump lies. I mean, what has Biden said that has actually been truthful in the last three years? Not, nothing. It's crazy. Here's here's the audio we were looking for, which, I mean, this is this, this is verbatim what I said would happen on this. Here we go. Wildfire, deadliest wildfire in over a century. And Jill and I have what's left, uh, walked Front Street, was left of it. We surveyed the damage from the air as well. The devastation is overwhelming to date. 114 dead, hundreds of people unaccounted for. I remember when I got the call, my first wife and daughter, I was a young senator, and I got a call in Washington. I hadn't been sworn in yet. I wasn't old enough. And I was hiring staff in the Capitol at Teddy Kennedy's office. And I got a phone call saying from my fire department and the young first responder kind of panicking, you got to come home. There's been an accident. So what happened? He said, your wife, she, she, she's dead. Come home. Come home. Tractor trailer had broadsided her and uh, uh, killed her in a car accident along with my children. <clears throat> and uh, I remember all the way down from Washington home, wondering what a lot of people here are wondering. What about my two boys? How are they? They were in the car. I never got a read on that. Were they going to be all right? They were badly injured. Were they going to make it? Had they made it? Until I walked into the emergency room and I saw that they were there. The difference between knowing somebody's gone and worrying whether they're available to come back, two different things. You know, that, that, that has to be the most tone-deaf minute and some seconds that my ears will ever hear. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I texted you this yesterday. I said, if this, if, if he said this a hundred years ago, he would have been killed trying to escape to his boat. He would yeah. have been murdered on the beach, beaten to death on the beach by the native Hawaiians trying to escape back to the boats. This Can oh, you imagine? This, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say, can you imagine? Can you imagine if Trump was on vacation for two weeks, showed up in Maui, told some off the wall story about his house and was burning down, making a joke about losing a '67 Corvette, and then fell asleep at the uh, at the next event he was at. I mean, they would have impeached him twice and, and, and indicted him four times. They, they, they mocked him and made it the biggest deal ever when he, when he brought paper towels to the one. This is before he was even president, and he spent his own money and brought all kinds of supplies down. And I guess he was throwing paper towels at the people, and they made a big deal out of it. Yeah. I mean, this, these audio clips, they get better and better. So this is Senator Schatz to Biden in Maui. After he finishes, he asks him if he wants to grab the water and take a sip. Just listen to the audio. I, I, I don't know if our listeners can hear or not, but he's, he's just sitting there aimlessly. It's, the, the, it's over. His, his remarks are over. And like, hey, you want to grab that water for a sip? Was the water poisoned or something? I, I, I honestly... I honestly don't know. Mark, we're about halfway through these audio clips. 
this isn't going to do our justice for our listeners because it's just you're not you're, you're have to see the video, but it's him asleep in the middle of a meeting with the victims of the Valley fires. We are a community that relies on salmon, on Ohana, whether by blood or by friendship. What they may that this is post Thanksgiving dinner on the couch watching football sleep. Yeah. I mean, he he, uh, he was definitely asleep. Now, when I saw this, I thought to myself, okay, I've been to Hawaii. The time change is is an issue. Uh, You're on vacation. Work. You're on three vacations. Make it work. Make it work. Yeah. I mean, take drink an espresso. Give him some Adderall. Do something to keep him awake. I mean, yeah. even when he had, even when he had COVID, they pumped him up with so much Adderall. Remember, I said he looks like a great white. The eyes of a great white shark. They're black. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they just can't anymore. I, I don't know. Maybe there's something wrong with his heart and they can't. Yeah, I, I don't want to speculate yeah. because he is vigorous. We were told by numerous yeah. doctors and we got the whole thing. No, no test for dementia. But we were told this man is vigorous. Yeah. Well, I did. We, we forgot to mention. Uh, just want to just backtrack just a second with talking about these Maui victims. You know, they're saying that out of the 850 that are still missing, they've only identified like a handful of bodies because the fire was so intense that it just, it, it, it just, I mean, incinerated everything in its path, including obviously bodies. But they're saying that the, the majority of those that are still missing are children. Children. I mean, this actually makes me sick thinking about it. I mean, I can't imagine what these people are going through down there. It's unbelievable. No, no I can't. And you got to wonder why. And that's why. And that's, where's, where's the celebrities? caring about this where's all the celebrities that are supposed to care about yeah. this i mean the, 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 they'll say anything at all when it comes to climate change but there's missing children and not a peep not a whisper yeah well supposedly they're already blaming climate change as we said last episode on on this for this fire so uh i i just can't believe that we have you know he he's making these comments when most of those that are still missing are children kids Burned alive. It's, it's sick. It's sick. Wow. Again, to lighten the to lighten the mood, I can't say anything. I, there, there's nothing for me to say. I, I don't. It's it's terrible. There, I just I can't make jokes about it. There's there's <clears> nothing <throat> funny. There's 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 a lot of children missing, and you can't even get an answer. So we'll just play another clip of Joe Biden talking about someone who looks like he plays defensive tackle. And uh, Mayor Rick uh, Bassett, uh, Rick. Uh... When we talked on the phone, I never – you looked like you played uh, you know, defensive tackle for, uh, I don't know who, but some, somebody good. But at any rate, I want to thank you for your leadership. And I want to thank you for your leadership. We're going to get to him in a, in a second, I guess. Um, what other clips do we have that we could play of Joe Biden that will make our listeners want to just throw up? Um, I don't know if this has any audio. I don't think it does. This is him leaving after – you know, he spent a few hours there, half of – Half of the time he was asleep. Uh, but this is from Robbie Starbuck on X. You can't make this stuff up. Biden came to Maui for a few hours, and now he's back on his way to Lake Tahoe to vacation again. These people are despicable. And as soon as he left, this started going viral. This is about two minutes. I'm just going to play it in its entirety. It's from Benny Johnson on Twitter, and it's a, it's a, it's a resident, Maui resident, that I think, I think he's fed up. You decide. It's about two minutes and 30 seconds. It is 
almost impossible to believe that this guy, that this old man, this Walmart greeter, this uh, fake installed president, one, why the fuck is his wife with him wherever he goes? We didn't hire him. Are you joking? Traitor, I know what you are. I know what Kamala is. I know what the Democratic Party is. And I know that we have a constitutional crisis of epic proportion. But hearing you talk about your house that, you know, had a little fire, you almost lost your cat in your Corvette. There are children that were incinerated to ash. You fucking old man. You vile human being. The only way you feel you're able to communicate and you have some kind of, you know, you're still out of touch with the common man. You don't even understand how to speak to them. The only way you think you can establish commonality with them is to lie. That the same thing happened to you. No matter what the tragedy is, your son wasn't killed in action by them. Your house didn't burn down. Your children weren't burned to death. <coughs> Get up there and speak this way. Your job is to go there and assuage them in a way that you talk to them about their loss. Then you can't imagine what it's like. Then you can't imagine what it's like never to find the bodies of the poor children that were sent home from schools that died alone. Alone. In fear. Without their parents or a guardian. That the most important thing happened. You're a disgusting, despicable bastard. You're too old. You need to step down from office. Maybe the cackling hyena behind you. Maybe she'll rise to the occasion. She can't even form a coherent sentence. This is an outrage. An outrage. It should be, we should just rebuild the goddamn thing the way it was. When you get the psychopath, the, the first thing out of the governor's mouth was, oh, we're we going to reclaim the land for this or for that. Who the fuck are the people we hire in government? And if there's any truth to the matter that this idiot held back the water, he should be sent down to Guantanamo Bay, never to be seen again. It's just outrageous how we behave in this country. There's no adults. An, an event, no matter how tragic, there should be men that are able to rise to the occasion. In five seconds, you should know what to do. You should understand the right thing. You almost lost your cat. Go fuck yourself. By the way, the language warning on that one. Forgot to mention, forgot to mention that. <clears throat> but you brought up a great point about the children, which is kind of going unreported or un, no attention at all at CNN. No attention. This was, I think, earlier in the day before Biden got there. They did a little press briefing or a press conference with the Maui mayor, and one of the first questions were, "How many children are missing?" And you just, you just have to listen to the response. I don't know. I was yes, you do. How many children are missing? You know. You have no answer. How many children are missing? I guess you can end this right now. You guys want to? This is not the biggest question. The people behind it happened. I'm just going to, in case you didn't hear that, he said, it always takes one or two to ruin it for everyone. Asking about how many children are missing is ruining it for everyone. I'll continue. We could say that about you. You ruined it for everyone. You're a disaster. You've been the worst mayor we could possibly imagine. Respect? Respect what? This is the most dismal response we ever have. You won't wait for your turn. You want to show them with these guys? Why don't you give them the...
they were all asking the same question, and it was all about the children. But I'll continue. Well, answers there. Give them the real answers. It's just weird. That, I don't know, Mark, if you were paying attention. There's that little little woman in front of him that takes the question from the actual reporter and then translates it back, like, and sends it back to him. I don't know. She's not a translator because it's both English. And says the question back to him. It's almost like she's like a, a buffer for him. It's weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, again, if this isn't enough to turn Hawaii red, I don't know what will. This is just gross negligence uh, from the Maui mayor, from the emergency uh, response, you know, from the... Um, not blowing the alarms, the sirens, to not unleashing all of the water that they can, to oh, we you know, forgot investing about the, in. Yeah, we forgot about the water equity. We, uh, yeah. here, here's the headline, actually. Hawaii official concerned with equity delayed releasing water for more than five hours as wildfires raged on. So we, I just have to put that in our listeners' brains: the fact that there was a man that said. No, uh, we're going to wait five hours while there's a fire going on. Right. And there's a media blackout. I want to also mention there, there's, there's a media blackout on the Maui fire. Re- media, re- they refuse media access. This is like Soviet Russia. You want to talk about Vladimir Putin. And this is Soviet Russia. This is Gestapo tactics here. This is Joseph Goebbels stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. Just because. Is there I, is there any audio with the media blackout? Um, I let me see here. Do we have audio with the media blackout? No, I think it's just no, uh, no, just an article from Zero Hedge. Yeah, Zero Hedge. But uh, you know me, Mark. <clears throat> I like to laugh. I like to make jokes about. There's no. There's really no joking about this. And it's almost like, are they sending? You got to ask yourself seriously. Are they sending Biden down there to look like an idiot because they know he's not going to be the nominee? And it just distracts away from the real problem, which is the missing children, by all of his stupid sound bites about it making about himself with his family. I, I, I don't know. There's no way. There's no way because he's clearly not making the decisions in this in this mis- administration. Someone else is. There is no way whoever is in control of him is would allow this to happen. They, they would have pulled him off the stage. They would have said, "We got to go home. We got to like 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 when your child's being bad at a function, we're going home. We're going yeah. back." Well, let me just go back to this. Well, I'm looking at this article now from the New York Post on water equity. I mean, are you freaking kidding me? They deliberated for five hours before they before they decided to use water on this fire. That's sickening. So, um, is it on purpose? Is it on purpose? Huh. Yeah. Before we talk about, I want to talk about what you just mentioned. Well, we, we failed to mention that the federal government uh, gave uh, one-time payments of $700 to people that had their house burned down in Maui. $700. While we send tens upon tens of billions to Ukraine. This is what an America last policy looks like. This is what I'm, this is America last, people. We are living in America last. Because in no way, shape, or form should this be happening in the United States of America, 
where the people of Ukraine, in the Ukraine war, not the people of Ukraine, probably defense contractors, the military industrial complex, gets tens of billions of dollars, while the people of Maui, in Lahaina, and other parts across the island, get $700. Again, if you've never been to Hawaii, things are much more expensive in Hawaii than they are in the mainland. Not even close. So $700 doesn't really go a long way in Hawaii, guys. It just doesn't. All right? Uh, I, I don't know how long that's supposed to last for. It's, we, saw, we talked about this in the last episode. What are these people supposed to do? I, I mean, <clears throat> relocate to another part of Maui? Um, you know, another island there in, in the Hawaii archipelago? Um, hopefully their insurance comes through. And cuts them a check. But $700 isn't going to go a long way. I, I honestly feel so bad for these people that just lost everything. Houses and family members and literally everything they had. So uh, back to what you just said. Um, where, you know, they, you know, you don't think he's going to be the nominee. Well, again, I, I said I gave you, said this to you last night. There's either two scenarios here. Either he's not going to be the nominee or they don't really care because they know they're going to win again in 2024. It's either one or the other. It can't be, it can't be either. It can't be anything but those two options. Um, they, they have to know that they can't, I mean, they could still win Hawaii. Democrat <clears throat> still might go Democrat, but they're not going to be able to win Hawaii with Joe Biden anymore. I don't think that's crazy as that is to say, I, I just, yeah, I think I don't it's, know. So, Listening to Dan Bongino yesterday, as I texted you, he reported that apparently Gavin Newsom is warming up in the bullpen and he's waiting to be called in if something were to happen, uh, if they were to dump Biden somehow. So what are the options, Joe? We like to war game things. It's either you mentioned 25th Amendment to remove him as president. I don't see that happening. Um, me personally could be wrong. Who knows? Or he just decides not to run, or someone else tells him he's not running. Uh, are there any other options to getting Newsom to be the nominee? Um, Biden. It's got to be. It's got to be the Twenty Fifth Amendment, or he has to. And I'm not. I'm not saying to keep their, to kill him, or he'll. I'm not saying any of that. <clears throat> Air quotes. Dies. Yeah. Yes, he, he has to die. Because he can't be impeached. It brings down his whole administration and then also Obama's administration. And Lord knows what else with this Ukraine Hunter stuff, even though they're trying, which we'll get to this actually, actually next, with the whole Hunters. It has to be the 25th Amendment and it's got to be for dementia. There's no, there's no other way because any other way, (laughs) it just, the entire Democratic Party look very very bad. It still makes it bad, look bad with the 25th Amendment, but not as bad as he's got to get removed from office because he's doing such a terrible job. If you make it seem like, hey, this guy has early signs of dementia, we're going to do the right thing and have him step down. Now he's out of the spotlight. Now, honestly, the Hunter thing's out of the spotlight, too. Everything's out of the spotlight, and it's like a to a new candidate in a whole new agenda, administration, everything. It's Kamala's game for a little bit. She probably won't be running. She'll be focusing on being the president for the last year. 
And I'm telling you, it's going to be Newsom and, and Michelle Obama or Michelle Obama. I'm telling you, writing is on the wall. Uh, do you think something could happen at the convention? But with Biden's never going to make it to the convention. Biden is not probably not going to make it. Actually, I'm going to say it right now. There's, there's a change of matter coming probably in the next three to four months. Guaranteed. He's, he will not see the end of March. Guaranteed. I don't think he'll see the end of October or Thanksgiving, to be honest with you. We'll revisit this later. But I said this in episode 50 at the end. He's not going to be the nominee. He can't be. He's falling apart. And then he goes stuff like this going on back to back to back vacations. And then when he finally shows up, there's no excuse because he was on vacation for, for almost a full. You've got to be energized when you go to Hawaii. You can't fall asleep when they're talking about the victims that are children. I, I totally agree. I just but, don't know uh, how this is. This is going to be very no interesting to watch this go down. Mark, the only the last thing I want to say is maybe they just bank on no one's paying attention and no one really cares. And they just, I don't know. It's, it's on the American people then. I'm sorry if that's the case. Yeah, it's, this is a disaster. It's actually amazing to think about all of the things that have happened just in the last couple months, you know, and, and, and these hardcore liberal Democrats will defend him to no end just because they're anti-orange man bad. But you think about the border, you know, we have Mexican drug cartels that are in control of large parts of the southern border. You think about what's going on in Ukraine, all of our money going over there um, to the military-industrial complex. We're just fueling this endless war. You think about the response and, and, and just his overall response to this wildfire and this devastation in Maui. Again, one of the biggest losses of life since Hurricane Katrina. And it's like, is this really the United States of America we live in? I I, I forget what I was listening to the other day, Joan. Someone said, I miss the country I grew up in. I miss the country I grew up in. I mean, I I, I thought about that for a second. I said, you know what? I I can totally relate to that and get on board with that. I mean, there is zero sense of normalcy anymore in anything. And it's just sad. But um, like Stelling, I was watching that, that interview with Tucker Carlson and that general. He said, the American people can sense something big is about to happen. And he said, we're close to a come to Jesus moment here in this country. So. And we told our listeners, we, 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 we referenced <clears throat> him numerous times in this podcast, Carl McGregor who's retired actually now. And uh, I think I said a few episodes ago, he's going to be my main source on Ukraine. And man, just, just for our listeners, it's, I think, 50-some minutes. Watch the talk. Colonel, uh, I think, Douglas McGregor. So He actually has a um, – we actually have a – what was I saying? I'm drawing a blank now. Oh, Tucker Carlson has an interview coming up with Victor Orban, the president of Hungary here soon. Yeah, he's been so, – uh, Hard at work. That should be good. Yes, it should be. Yes, it should be. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Ukraine and all those fun things, let's move on to 
Hunter Biden and the president, Joe Biden. This is from Cliff Sims on Twitter. And I've said this before. You really had to be paying attention for like seven years. It helps if you were paying attention to 2015, 14, actually, with, with the Crimea in Russia then, or 16 or 17, or back in 2019 when they impeached Trump because he called Vladimir Zelensky and told him, hey, why don't you look into Joe Biden and his son, Hunter? This is from Politico, too, but it's from Cliff Sims on Twitter. Hunter Biden's lawyers explicitly, <clears throat> explicitly argued that the DOJ wouldn't want to be at odds with their boss, Joe Biden, and therefore should cut a sweetheart deal from him. And so they did until the judge asked a few simple questions. And this is all from Politico. I implore you to go read it. Also from Zero Hedge, quid pro quo, quid quo, F you, dad. Hunter's lawyers threatened to force Joe Biden to testify unless a plea deal was reached. This is earth-shattering news, Mark, but it gets better because it also came up political that Hunter was involved in the Trump impeachment over Ukraine. In the summer of 2019, he told an advisor that he had an all-day meeting, and this is verified through an email, he had an all-day meeting with, quote, impeachment lawyers. And after five years, this still hasn't been... Hunter still hasn't been interviewed, whether it be by Weiss's team or anyone, or testified before any grand jury. Nothing. I mean, my only question is, I mean, and you can maybe answer this, but some of the people that you engage with on, on X refuse to condemn any of this. What, what, is, the mind, what is the mindset? What is the, the thinking behind some, some of these people on the left that just are going down with the ship, Joe? Uh, honestly... The only thing I could tell you is maybe they just they, they really don't want to be wrong or don't think they are or they are. I, I, I don't know. Some kind of crazy mind control. I, I don't know. I, some I voodoo black magic. I don't know I, what it could be either. I don't know what it could be either. I, I honestly sit here and think about this. I mean, you look at you look at Biden in Hawaii. I mean, who in the right mind looks at him and just thinks, yeah, that's our. Uh, I'm proud. I'm happy that he's our president. He's a strong leader. I mean, he just looks so feeble and frail. And then this, 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 this thing, this plea deal, this joke of a, of a, of a, an attorney, David Weiss. I mean, I told you yesterday what, what I heard is that Joe Biden's actually, it's not a story of a, of a father's love. It's a story of a, he's scared that his son's going to flip on him. Because what does Hunter Biden have to lose? You know, his dad's going to be dead in, not in, in the next couple of years, we think, probably. If that. Maybe, What's maybe he have to Mark, lose? Mark, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. But, I mean, I, I, I still wouldn't rule it out that he flips on his dad. I, Hunter, I, was just, I, Hunter was just the vessel of all this. The real bag man, as we know, is Joe Biden and Barack Obama. Hunter was just the vessel that carried out all of this stuff. Oh, there's no, there's, there's no doubt. And, and like we call out because it happens on both sides of the political aisle. There's, there are Republicans who also have kids working in Ukraine and other countries that are making money off their mom and dad, Mitt Romney's son, for once, for, for one. Um, I sure. go on. I don't know how our country got to this. It, it did by just people just being on autopilot, not paying attention, and you know, 
all of a sudden mm-hmm. you, 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 people are working two jobs both parents are, are, are working and you spend more time at work or more distracted by other things and look look what happens to your country and the quality of life and the ukraine war is is possibly the single greatest threat to the united states of america as we know it right now i mean it's it's a bottomless pit it's a black hole of corruption of money laundering and again there's no end in sight we we were you know i was telling you about that interview you watched it what did Tucker Carlson say? Vivek Ramaswamy cannot get any donors to donate money to his presidential campaign because he has the stance on Ukraine that Colonel McGregor does, which is end this war now. Think about that. No one will donate this campaign because he wants to end the Ukraine war. That's, that's the level of, of just filth and corruption we're talking about. And Colonel McGregor also said that the United States of America, from, since 2001, Joe, has spent $14 trillion on wars. $14 trillion. Um, what did he Where do they get all that money? That, that, Where do they get all yeah. that money at? Oh, it's ours. They spend our money on that. Yeah. And, and people wonder why. You have to work two to three jobs to make ends meet. There you go. There's your answer. Um, what did he say? The, net, the, the, national, the, the debt, the deficit, is equivalent to $200,000 per every working man and woman in the United States. 130 million people. The federal, the, the debt is, the deficit is $200,000 per every working adult. I, I guess I better get crew an acting job on Miss Rachel or some kind of baby commercial, something. He better start yep. paying that. Because by the time he's my age, it's going to be a million. Maybe more. It just seems like we're in this endless cycle. Honestly, I, if Trump isn't elected, I mean, even if Trump is elected, I don't know if this, you know, he, he cleans all of this up. But he's probably our best chance to do it. You know, um, it just seems like no one really has an appetite to 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 alter from the status quo that we have now. It's insane. Um, All right. What do we got next? Let's play a clip from CNN. This is about a minute, 40 seconds. And I have to this is CNN, guys. This is CNN. And they're saying this out loud. This is how you know it's going to be bad for Biden. Listen, uh, Glenn Kessler from The Washington Post uh, had a fact that about Joe Biden uh, from earlier this month, um, noting that Hunter Biden admitted in court in July that he paid substantial sums uh, from Chinese companies. Kessler wrote Hunter Biden nailed 2.4 million in income in 2017 and 2.2 million in income in 2018, most of which came from Chinese or Ukrainian interests. But this, and this directly goes against what Joe Biden said in the debate in 2020 uh, with uh, Donald Trump. Listen. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about, uh, what are you talking about, China. What you mean about is true. He made a fortune in Ukraine, in China, in Moscow, in various other places. So it's from two different debates, but, I mean, 
Trump was right. I mean, he did make a fortune mm -hmm. uh, and Joe Biden was wrong. I don't know that he was lying about it. He might have been told by Hunter, but this blind spot is a problem. It's coming from CNN. And they, they try to they, they try to make it look as clean and nice as possible by saying Joe didn't know, even though it's already come out there. Yeah. Joe is saying, hi, how's the weather over there in Ukraine when he was on the phone? <laughs> to all of our listeners out there, yes, you did hear that correctly. Jake Tapper said Trump was right. We've been telling I mean, you guys. I, I couldn't believe that when I heard it. <laughs> I couldn't either. Trump was right. Uh this here wait i mean this is a nine minute audio we're not going to play the audio but did you hear about the joe biden having aliases we, we covered that at the end of the last episode it was like breaking news right at the end of the episode it came across the ticker i think you said it right at the very end house oversight details bombshell evidence proving joe biden created fake a fake identity to cover up criminal bribery scheme this email ties joe biden hunter into his corruption scheme without a shadow of a doubt grando i can't remember the name of the email but apparently there were three of them. And then there was one JRB, which probably is short for Joseph Trump and Biden. I mean, <laughs> come on. Robert L. Peters was the alias. That's it. That's it. Yeah. She's uh, there's so much. There, this is why they, they can't let it be impeachment. It has to be the 25th Amendment. Do you see why? Because if it's impeachment, it links Hunter to Joe. And who put Joe in charge of Ukraine and China? It was Obama. Uh, what else do we have here? Oh, I sent you... This is actually the first thing I put... I think it was right after the episode ended last week. This um, article from the USA Today. I don't know if it'll even let me read it. I'm out of free prescriptions or not. But Biden. This is from September 21st, 2019. Biden. I never talked to Sun Hunter about overseas business dealings. And it, the quotes are amazing. You should be looking at Trump, Biden told reporters in Des Moines shortly after arriving in Polk County. He's doing this because he knows I'll beat him like a drum. And he's using abuse of every element of the presidency to try to smear me. Ask the right question. I could go and read line for line of this, and it's like the exact opposite's happening today, right? Yeah. Biden's going after Trump for nothing, and he's the guilty one. Oh, my. They're, they projected so hard from 2019 through 2020 and even to today. Oh. Yeah. What a mess! Uh, I, I kind of want to move on from Joe and Hunter here because we're already, we're already not going to have time for this. But uh, this because we're we're going to get to COVID in a little bit too. This is from clandestine reminder on, on X reminder. We have a paper trail proving that twenty three point nine million in the Department of Defense funds went to Joe Biden's biolab company in Ukraine, Metabiota, between two thousand fourteen and two thousand sixteen. It was part of the Cooperation Threat Reduction Program. It's open source on usaspending.gov. And he says, follow the money. And it's very simple. You as a U.S. citizen can go on and, and look at all these. And sure enough, they're all right here. Metabiota, Department of Defense. I mean, this is, this is Hunter's working for here. Ukraine, research. And this is the same country, Ukraine, <clears throat> that we're spending, sending $100 billion of taxpayer dollars to. It seems like every month we're giving them a payoff. Why? Why? I'm looking at this right now. I, I haven't checked in on clandestine in a while. Uh, but this is unbelievable. Yeah, he is. I mean, this is all. This is it right here. 
This is all. This is all. He lays it all out. Screenshots and everything. Do you think they'll indict Trump? They'll indict Trump over this. <laughs> I think they've exhausted all of their indictments. I'm going to have a friend reach out to the Department of Defense on the down low. Oh my! Look at this stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, it's, it's all right it's, there. No one, no one really seems to care, you know, because the mainstream media won't report on it. Well, for our listeners, look, okay. So, what about the hundred billion of Ukraine of taxpayer dollars? It was, it was, it was for good money. We had they had that counteroffensive that was planned, the spring counteroffensive, that thrust that was supposed to pierce right into like Operation Barbarossa and take it straight to Moscow. This is from Zero Hedge, I believe, two days ago. U.S. intelligence deems Ukraine counteroffensive a failure, and it has ignited blame game that extends outside of Washington. You could get a lot more just by watching the Tucker interview with Colonel McGregor, Douglas McGregor, but oh man, uh, and we're, we're sending them jets or other countries are sending them F-16s and jets and Stacey Abram tanks. Yeah. <laughs> he, is, uh, he said that there have been 400,000 Ukrainian deaths, soldier, uh, military deaths. 400,000 Ukrainian soldiers have died so far in this war. That's that's a big number considering it's a small not I, I don't want to say like small conflict but when you look at like World War II as far as like countries involved and people involved that is a giant number that like, twenty million Americans dead I don't want to say yeah. twenty million but it'd be a significant amount of American youth gone actually you could yeah. compare it with with Germany side they're they're yeah I was I said four hundred thousand. He said, you, there, there are Ukrainians that are literally surrender, surrendering, soldiers that are surrendering to the Russians because they can't, they can't fight. They're out of ammunition. I mean, think about that. We are, we are literally providing them with everything. What does Ukraine have militarily that we haven't given them? Not, not, probably nothing. So think about that, Joe. 400,000 Ukrainian soldiers have, have died. He said probably 50,000 or so are, are amputees. Um, and he said, now, this is according to Colonel McGregor, that when they were surrendered to the Russian soldiers, the Russian soldiers actually treat them fairly and with respect. They take them, I think, hostage because they are, they could be exchanged for Russian prisoners down the road. But he said, you know, according to Colonel McGregor, that they are not tortured or killed or anything like that by, um, by the Russian military. When they do surrender. That's why, that's why they surrender. Are you sure? Because I read a CNN article a year and a half ago about a bunch of Ukrainian that were slaughtered and murdered. Yeah. Oh, that ended up being fake and false. That's right. Yeah. Um, so another thing that was interesting that I, that I don't know if a lot of our listeners know this or people across America know this, but Zelensky ran his campaign was he was running on that he was going to broker peace with Russia that's what his camp that was that was the whole crux of his campaign right that he was going to yeah. broker peace with Russia and then all of a sudden how do we end up with war with them or how does Ukraine end up at war with Russia I wonder who told him that he can't have peace with Russia it's a very good point it's a very good point. You want to go with A, Victoria Newland, 
B, Anthony Blinken, C, Boris, uh, Boris Johnson, or D, Joe Biden? Well, it's probably all of the above because I'm sure they all call him at separate times to tell him that. Because we, remember, we never got the transcripts when Joe Biden called Zelensky screaming that the Russians are about to attack, the Russians are about to attack. We, we, I'd love to hear those transcripts now. The only question is, who told them to tell Zelensky? Because Joe Biden calling the shots, guys. Come on. Yep. Yep. It, it, it's, this is what the military-industrial complex looks like. You know, the donors get their wish. They get more defense spending in Ukraine. That gets funneled back to defense contractors here in the United States. And that's how this basically all works, guys. This is the world we live in. Sad. Very sad. All right, what's next? You're going to love this one. You're going to love this one. It's from Ryan Cunningham on X. Yesterday, I sounded the alarm about a coordinated effort by the WHO, CDC, World Economic Forum, and mainstream media propagating fear of a new COVID strain called, is it Eris? Eris? Yeah, Eris, something like that, yeah. And potential future lockdowns. Today, the mainstream media and big pharma rolled out their campaigns for COVID shots from protection for Eris. Fear, our constitution is allowed for violating freedoms in the name of safety again. And I, Moderna says new COVID vaccine is effective. Moderna's updated its COVID vaccine. Moderna updated COVID jab against new variant. This COVID strain leaves vaccine strategy mostly unchanged. I could go on and on and read all these headlines, but I'm not. But let's take a look. Let's dive into this new one because um, it's Eris is a Greek god in mythology, and it is the god of strife and discord, Mark. So are we about to have just total – I don't even know what to describe here. Strife and discord? Code. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I guess. Oh, Joe, I don't know, man. That's crazy. Uh, I, I possibly have it right now. I really don't know. I might, I might have it. Um, but I definitely have a head cold, um, something like that that my wife gave me. Uh, that She got it when we were actually down in Walt Disney World, you know, just a common cold in the middle of the summer. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, – I think the most disturbing thing is the fact we keep hearing that there's going to be masking coming back and uh, all of the COVID restrictions – I just don't – I honestly do not believe that's going to happen. There's no well, way that I think that that's going to happen. I just don't see it how. I, I, I'll agree with you. Um, there's going to be – you're going to have your sheeple people that, that wear it. But I, I'm looking at like – I war game this out. And what if I've always said, whether I think I've said this podcast numerous times, as well as you in private, Matt, it seems like any time a mask mandate pops up, there's like riots and there's people in the street. And Antifa comes back. So there's an article right here from WB, WSB TV. Atlanta College reinstates mask mandates for students, employees on campus. Um, oh, I know. It's precautionary for the move for the next 14 days. Where is Trump being indicted tomorrow? Or Thursday, <laughs> Friday? I mean, arrested. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I claim that anything, I just ask questions and point things out. That, that's all. That's all. That's all. Re- also, another, another thing. Remember when we told you on this podcast that the debt ceiling deal that we hated had a clause for another disaster or another pandemic where they could just print endless money? 
get ready because here it comes, I think. I think here it comes. It's an excuse to print more money, too. It works perfect. You have, you have people in masks. If you saw a bunch of people in masks, you think, why are they wearing masks? Now they have an excuse to wear masks because the narrative is there's a new variant. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't get it. I, I don't get it. But I don't know. I don't know. I would be shocked if they did that. I just don't see people complying this time around other than the loony left. And the Antiva people that want to throw bricks at buildings and not know who you are. Yeah. Well, you, you saw somebody the other day, right, at Target, walking out of the store with a mask on? Oh, that was... By themselves? Not, not walking out of the store by themselves. They got in the car with the mask on and drove off almost into the yeah. shopping cart return. I was a little bit nervous that they had lack of oxygen. And yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Honestly, what goes to people's minds when they're doing that? You're walking, it's 80 degrees out. You're walking out of a Target store with a mask on. There is no one within 100 feet of you. And then you get in your car with the mask on by yourself. Please make it make sense, Joe. I, I just don't understand the mindset of these people. And they walk around we'll, with, their, we'll with their whatever, Stanley coolers or whatever, their Starbucks. And I'm thinking like, wow, mm-hmm. if we're really in a pandemic and you got to wear that mask, you're not taking a sip of your Starbucks. Right. I don't know. Speaking, speaking of masks, this is a great, great, great transition. John Fetterman. Can we, <laughs> can we talk about his new mask? Your TikTok video. Ugh. On the Thinking Logic League account is incredible. How about this? <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play the video for our listeners, but you just type in John Fetterman on Twitter, and a lot of the things videos are all like he's a clown. The ears don't look the same, and I, I, I gotta say they they don't. I mean, I guess I guess we could delve into clones at some point in this podcast. It's definitely not gonna be today. Yeah. When you when you add up John Fetterman, and jo- Joe Biden, and Jamie Fox, and all these other people that just look weird and different now, I would. The, the new John Fetterman is extremely handsome compared to the old one. The, the new John Fetterman. It's it's amazing. It looks the okay. It looks nothing like him. He he got younger somehow. This new this dude spent half of his tenure so far in Looney Bin with no shoestrings or hoodie strings, and now all of a sudden he <laughs> lost a bet and shaved his mustache and grew a uh, 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 lost a bet, shaved his goatee and grew a mustache. Yep. <sighs> The side Maybe. by side. Go, go on thinking logically underscore on, on TikTok yeah. if you want to see the side by side. That's just four pictures. I can I can, I can find ones that make it <clears> worse. <laughs> so, do you think that's really him? Honestly, I I, I no, I, it can't be. And then there's the, the other picture of him from like, from <laughs> yes, like no, March, it can't be <laughs> from like March of 2021 or 2022, where it looks like another completely different person. I know. I know. I mean, you wouldn't know until. You wouldn't know until you actually spoke with him because I don't think there's only one John Fetterman that could be as dumb as the John Fetterman we heard at the debate against Dr. Ross. So, um, all right. Well, are you watching the, the speaking of that? Are you watching the debate tomorrow night? Uh, so I canceled Comcast as of yesterday. Oh, nice. So I think I uh, maybe like 20 days left. I, I'm, I'm just done paying $206 a month for Comcast. Um, so no, I won't be watching the debate. I wouldn't watch it anyway because it's just it's garbage. It's it's going to be like a fake. Debate. Trump won't be there. Um, 
they're, they're taking away the, the crowd's even going to be fake. And like, I'm not going to listen to Mike Pence say, we don't need an apprentice. And he's going to have these terrible lines. It, it's going to be bad. I wait, am a little wait, bit excited. Wait. Go ahead. You're not going to watch our boy Vivek? Well, that's what I was going to get into. I, I am a little bit excited to see what he, but I just think, I think they're going to just gang up on him. I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't you? He's, he's the outsider. I, I can't yeah. believe I'm saying he's the outsider and not Ron DeSantis. If, if you would have told me this two years ago would be the situation, I would have said, there's no way. There's no way. Ron DeSantis is, is – there's no way. Talk about a fall from grace. He's pulling at like 8% now. Yeah, he's, he's, he's falling behind Vivek in, in most of the polling. Um, I think what these guys are doing, and, and we talked about, you know, why these guys aren't dropping out yet. It's just so obvious why they're not dropping out. Number one, um, there is a chance something may happen to Trump and he might not be the nominee. So, of course, you have to keep running in order so you might have that chance to be the nominee. Number two, though, you know, you, you, you might be number two. And you, and you might be the vice president also. And number three, you might end up with a show on Fox News or Newsmax. So um, I think that's why these guys are still going hard. I'm anxious to see what happens actually in this debate. I'll probably end up watching it just because I want to see what, uh, who, whose career comes to an end tomorrow night and, and how Vivek does compared to uh, the Sanctimonious. Yeah, so... I'll watch the highlights, but I can't give them. No, I'm not. I'm not going to watch it live. I will watch Trump on Tucker, even though it's. I think it's already happened. It's been taped. Um, that's supposed to drop at the same time. Power move by Trump. I mean, I guess you're not going to tell with the ratings because it's on Twitter. But what's going to happen is Tucker's going to post this interview with him and Trump, and it's going to have a few million instantly. And we'll see what it goes up to, and then yeah, you'll see what the numbers are for Fox, CNN, and it matters because. If no one's tuning into the debate on Fox News, what's that tell you? What's that tell you? Is it even going to yeah. be on Fox News? No. But... <clears throat> which, channel, which channel was it on? I honestly have no idea. As, as soon as I found out that what, what they were doing with the donors and everything and Trump wasn't going to be there, it's just it's – just, I, I don't know. And honestly – I could see, I could see why he's not going to, but he's fifty some points ahead. And to go there when you're fifty points ahead and just be attacked by Chris Christie and Mike, your former Mike Pence, over over stuff that are mostly lies, and you're not going to have the moderator on your side either. We saw that with with 2020 and 2016. Uh, it, it is what it is, man. He, yeah, I, I trust that Trump's doing the smartest thing. Yeah, I don't blame him for not going. What does he have to go for? What does what does you know, if Joe Biden isn't going to debate Robert, Ken- Robert F. Kennedy, then why should Trump go and debate guys he's beating by 40, 50 points? Right? Yeah. I mean, but yeah, Biden that's is... I, that's how I see it. Biden is eventually, I think, going to have to date, debate RFK or he's going to have to... Someone's... Honestly, some, one of them will die. Not... Yeah. I, I hate to say that. I'm, I'm joking around, but... One of them might not make it out of this primary alive. <sighs> Jack Posobiec said Biden, Trump should, should challenge Biden to a debate in Hawaii. I like Jack Posobiec. He's, he's a little sensational sometimes. Um, on 
on paper, that that doesn't sound like a bad idea. Like that, that's because Hawaii is supposed to be mostly Democratic. That sounds like a disadvantage Trump, but like that'll never happen shortly because I think I think everyone would be cheering for Trump. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. And Biden can't debate. Let's be serious. I mean, he he can't, he can't even complete a sentence. That's another thing I was thinking about. There's no way he's even going to going to be able to, if they do have debates, in 2024, that he's going to be able to do that. There's no way. No. That might be a good excuse to to not have them actually. Yeah. So, um, speaking of Biden, we're going to move on. This. This really got me because you know how how I feel about central banks and our currency and how it's devalued. Joe Biden, tweet from I think August nineteenth. We have more work to do, but inflation is down to three point two percent, the lowest point in two years. And boy, did he get community noted. I, I don't even want to read him. If you think inflation is only three point two percent, God bless your heart. That's fine. I guess we'll experience it what it is at different times. But it, it, it made me question. According to Jerome Powell, the target for inflation. Is two percent, but why is it even that? Why can't it be zero? This central bank fiat money system is a total scam, and that's why it can't be zero. Because think about it, Uh, your your wife buys a wedding dress in nineteen oh five. What's it cost then? If you bury that money in the ground, let's say it's a hundred dollars, and you dig it up a hundred years later that money doesn't get you the same amount of things. And it makes no sense because things are more advanced now. It's actually cheaper mm-hmm. to make stuff. But some, for some reason, it's more expensive. It's your dollar that's losing the value. Um, right. But that's our lead-in for, and we don't have anything really on this, the BRICS nations are meeting to talk about a new currency, among other things, the Durban Accords, I believe it is. Now, Mark, I told you this, I think last week, I hear this new BRICS currency is going to be somewhere between 45 and 55 to one versus the dollar, meaning that there's going to be like 55 BRICS coins or, or $55 per one BRICS coin. Do you realize what that's going to do to Wow. Three once, once, all it's going to take is a few countries to join the BRICS. All it's going to take is a few more and they're going to be at like 40, 50% of the population of planet earth. Yeah. I mean, if, if, the, if, if Europe can create the Euro, Going back in the late 90s, early 2000s, then why can't these countries create their own BRICS currency that they could be easily used between these countries? Well, good and, the dollar, and the dollar is going to be standing there holding, holding, uh, you know, looking, you know, looking like a fool. Come crashing down. We might see the crash of the dollar in our lifetime. We, we might see it before the 2024 election. This is all. Remember. Episode 50, I just, you know, I, I saw some things. I was like, let me have some fun for our listeners. I'll shoot some predictions out there. I guarantee you some of these come true. I told you the dollar is going to lose its, its, its value quickly. And it's not going to happen overnight like this. But this is, this is the shot across the bow right here. This, these Durban Accords that are going on with these BRICS nations. So, And I, I said from the beginning, this is a currency war. This stuff with Ukraine and Russia, they're trying to get on the split. Them. This is this is going to turn into a currency war, and it looks like that's what it did. But yeah, um, that's all that I have. I don't know if you have anything else. We're going to end with a nice clip here, a nice two minute clip. But Mark, do you have anything else you, that you failed to mention or that you could think of? No. Do you want to give her some disclosed uh, um, headlines? Uh, I got about five extra minutes. Yeah, we can do a couple. Okay. Um, 
Facebook, Instagram will allow EU users to see content ranked in chronological order due to new DSA laws. Meta Who's confirms right? AI off switch and coming to the Facebook. Yeah. Uh, AI is going to be ranked. Yeah. No. Now, the song we played last episode, um, Rich Men North of Richmond, Oliver Anthony's, has debuted at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, making him the first artist in history to debut atop the chart without any prior charting history. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. The power of social media. Biden appears to fall asleep during a ceremony in Hawaii honoring the Maui fire victims. Well, he, he fell asleep. It didn't appear that way. He was, like I said, it was on. It was a, a recliner on after Thanksgiving dinner type of nap. Correct. Open floodgates at Arizona border will allow thousands of migrants to walk into the United States. That's great. Welcome to America. Yeah. Uh, China's Xi arrives in South Africa. For the BRICS summit, China's got what, like two billion people. That's, that's a solid percentage of the world. Yeah, so. their economy's on the verge of collapse. Speaking of economic collapse, Joe, that could be the first domino to fall. And if it does, they're going to go right into t- distract and go right into Taiwan and try to take over all the chips. Then all the chips are going to go through China, and China's mm, good point. Right I'm telling you, good point. U.S. General Mark Milley met Pope Francis at the Vatican on Monday, discussing issues including the war in Ukraine. What about white rage? Did he mention white rage to the Pope? <laughs> Mark Milley. U.S. urges its citizens to depart Belarus immediately. Okay, that's, that is not a good sign at all. That means that they're probably going to be instigating something over there. So yeah. it, 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 if you get a call from Victoria Newland saying, get out, yeah. you better get Uh, two athletes died while swimming in the Ireland Ironman competition on Sunday. Interesting. That's, that's QAnon conspiracy stuff, man. Enough. Yeah. Russia's lunar probe, Luna 25, was destroyed after hitting the moon's surface following an unplanned situation. Russian space okay. agency Roscosmos says. Okay, so I got to take a Russia, who, who actually was more advanced on us in rockets leading up into the space race. It's been 60 years almost, 50-some years, and you're telling me they can't put a man on the moon. I'm sorry, I'm going to say it, but you expect me to believe that we went up there in that piece of junk on the first time, not having traveled in one-sixth gravity and landed it perfectly the first time, and over a go-kart on 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 missions that were after them it's just it's comical i mean if covid i knew you were going to say that i mean i'm you know how i feel about it it's been it's been 50 years we never got a movie about the moon (laughs) about actually landing on the moon and walking on the freaking moon i mean sure they did first man and we got two seconds and you want to know why because you won't be able to tell the difference between reality what's what's real and what's fake that's yep. why it'd be, or I'm not that you would, it'd be obvious. I mean, come on, come on. Just think about it. Think about it. You're not wrong. Almost two thirds of Germans want a new government. Citizen said in a poll on Saturday. Okay. Sounds. Uh, uh, this happened before with the Weimar Republic. 
Speaking of that, Germany is quietly building a huge surveillance apparatus that risks creating a denunciation culture similar to those of the Nazis and the Stasi, historian warns. That's great. Yeah. We talked about Eris. Countless mainstream media outlets are now pushing Eris. Uh, I will end here. Um, I know you have to get going. Son of Originals film Son of Original Films director accuses Disney Studio bosses of insulting the 1937 classic and destroying his father's creation. This is the uh, quote from the son of Snow White's director. My dad and Walt Disney would be turning in their graves over woke Snow White remake. Yeah, they probably would. Honestly, I can't watch new movies at all. I I I, I yeah. can't. I, I can't. Everything everything has an agenda. I mean, everything. It, everything. It, it's, it irks me. It really irks me. Yeah, everything. Sucks. Uh, so that's all I got, Joe. Uh, great episode. Uh, good to be back on our Tuesday schedule. So uh, thank you all for listening. Appreciate all of you. Continue to share this out with uh, all of your friends. Reach out to us, thinkinglogicallypodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on TikTok, thinkinglogically underscore. And Joe, take us home. Okay, so we're going to end today with a clip. Uh, all I will say is when you try to tell people the truth, I guess it's best you make them laugh while you're doing it or else they might try to kill you for it. And very good at that. So here's two minutes of George Carlin explaining how our country basically it sucks. It's the same reason that will never, ever, ever be fixed because the owners of this country don't want that. I'm talking about the real owners now. The real owners, the big wealthy business interests that control <laughs> decisions. Forget the politicians. The politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. They own everything. They own all the important land. They own and control the corporations. They've long since bought and paid for the Senate, the Congress, the state houses, the city halls. They got the check in their back pockets. And they own all the big media companies, so they control just about all of the news and information you get to hear. They, they spend billions of dollars every year lobbying, lobbying to get what they want. Well, we know what they want. They want more for themselves and less for everybody else. But I'll tell you what they don't want. They don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't want well-informed, well-educated people capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. That doesn't help them. That's against their interests. That's right. You know what they want? They want obedient workers. Obedient workers. People who are just smart enough to run the machines and do the paperwork and just dumb enough to passively accept all these increasingly shittier jobs with the lower pay, the longer hours, the reduced benefits, the end of overtime, and the vanishing pension that disappears the minute you go to collect it. And now they're coming for your social security money so they can give it to their criminal friends on Wall Street. You know something? They'll get it. They'll get it all from you sooner or later because they own this place. It's a big club and you ain't in it. You and I are not in the big club. By the way, it's the same big club they used to beat you over the head with all day long. They tell you what to believe all day long, beating you over the head in their media, telling you what to believe, what to think, and what to buy. The table is tilted, folks. The game is rigged. And nobody seems to notice. Nobody seems to care. That's what the owners count on. The fact that Americans will probably remain willfully ignorant because the owners of this country know the truth. It's called the American dream. But you have to be asleep to believe. There's a reason I called this show Thinking Logically and pick that name, and this is why. Have a great day, everyone.